Welcome to The Naked Truth. Peace to you. We are just about through with the book of Numbers. That's the fourth book in the Bible in the Old Testament. And it's Monday morning, so it, that lets you know. We're not going to be reading any red letters unless it ref Jesus reflected on them in his teachings. Um, and so we'll probably get through this reading pretty quickly. It's mostly just um, laying out the boundaries for the area of what's referred to as the Promised Land, but also in modern terms also called Palestine and Israel and in ancient terms called Canaan so um, all the same area um, that we're going to be talking about today so without further ado let's begin Numbers chapter 34 verse 1 and the Lord spoke to Moses saying so obviously the first thing there would be to refer to the book of John since we were just talking about the red letters um, if you read with me before then you already know what I'm talking about if you haven't, go to the book of John, chapter 1, and read it and see how it contradicts the verse that we just read. In more than one place, in more than one way. But since it's how it reads, that's how we're going to read it. You have Moses, that's Ten Commandments. Moses having, it seems, a conversation or at least getting orders from directives from the Lord. And Lord here is being translated from the word Jehovah. Verse 2, command the children of Israel and say to them, when you come into the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall to you as an inheritance, the land of Canaan to its boundaries. So just like I was saying earlier, it's what we call the Holy Land, Palestine, Israel, um, Canaan. It's all the same area. It's the area around the Jordan River, primarily uh, west of the Jordan River and sort of north and east of Egypt, where the people were emancipated from slavery from, um, and south of um, um, Syria. Verse th uh, 3, your southern border shall be from the wilderness of Zen along the border of Edom, then your southern border shall extend eastward to the end of the Salt Sea. So, um, um, the, if you have a map, if you want to do a search for Old Testament 12 tribes you can see you can walk your way through the map and see how it's the area that it's tracing out here and um, you really do need a map to sort of get an idea of the areas that it's talking about and how it's going to be divided up but just so you have a general idea it's around the Jordan River uh, the Sea of Galilee and the Salt Sea is um, the Dead Sea which is where the whole Sodom and Gomorrah narrative unfolded or is believed to have unfolded um, in the book of Genesis that we read about. Um, so that gives you an idea of the area that we're talking about even more specifically. And since it's just going to be going through areas as landmarks from this point on, I'm just going to read through and only stop at the areas um, or landmarks that stand out to me for whatever other reason. Um, so we're just going to keep reading. Verse 4, your borders shall turn from the southern side of the ascent of Akrabim, continue to Zen, and be on the south of Kadesh Barnea. Then it shall go to Hazar Adar and continue to Asmon. So as always, also forgive me please for mispronouncing any of these words. Verse 5, the borders shall turn from Asmon. Uh, I think that's also, it may read Arnon in your Bible. I seem to recall that is how it reads in my um, physical Bible. I'm using the blueletterbible.org website, the New King James Version. And I think 
that where it says Asnon here, it actually reads Arnon, if I remember right. But either way, it's just giving you the points so you can get an idea of the areas. So verse 5, the borders shall turn from Asnon to the brook of Egypt, and it shall end at the sea. As for the western border, you shall have the great sea for a border. This shall be your western border. So it says the western sea. It's talking about the Mediterranean Sea. Verse 7, and this shall be your northern border from the great sea. You shall mark out your border line to Mount Hor. So from the uh, Mediterranean Sea to Mount Hor, you can get the northern border. From Mount Hor, you shall mark out your border to the entrance of Hamath. Then the direction of the border shall be toward Zedad. So um, Hamath makes me think of Hamas. It's the... Uh, it, Hamas is a sort of or as a Middle Eastern organization, but Hamas uh, is sort of the same area. It's these are just different areas of what we call the Middle East, um, and not uh, necessarily part of what's called Israel in modern terms, because the these prom this promised land, the area of it was promised, but it was a contingent prom promise that the people had to stay faithful to the Lord that they're worshiping. Uh, to keep the promise alive and when they broke the covenant the promise is broken just like if you break marriage vows then you can't really expect the other person in the contract to keep theirs I mean you can expect it but you'll probably be disappointed um, verse 9 the border shall proceed to Zephron and it shall end at Hazarinan this shall be your northern border you shall mark out your eastern border from Hazarinan to Shafam the border shall go down from Shafam to Ribla on the east side of the Ain. The border shall go down and reach to the eastern side of the Sea of Shinarath. So this is the northern areas. I think Dan is the tribes that the tribe that was um, that area. Um, but don't quote me on that. Like I said, refer to an Old Testament map, and you can get a real clear idea of the area that they're talking about. Um, that's being marked out. Verse twelve. The border shall go down along the Jordan, and it shall end at the Salt Sea. This shall be your land with its surrounding borders, um, boundaries. So the Jordan River acts as its sort of eastern border. Then Moses commanded the children of Israel, saying, This is the land which you shall inherit by lot, which the Lord has commanded to give to the nine tribes and to the half-tribe. So um, when it says the nine and a half tribes, it's talking about the ones that did not make their um, uh, camp, their, um, what's it called? When the people move west uh, in America, the frontier. So the people who, um, on the east side of the Jordan River, who decided to settle there, that's the word, who decided to make that their settlement, uh, but still help move the rest of the people over across the Jordan River to the west, um, those are the other two and a half tribes that it's referring to. So the other nine and a half are taking up their um, residence, their um, colonizing the west side of the Jordan River. Verse 14, for the tribe of the children, here it is, for the tribe of the children of Reuben, according to the house of their fathers, the tribe of the children of Gad, according to the house of their fathers, have received their inheritance, and the half tribe of Manasseh, has received its inheritance. So, like I was saying, the two and a half tribes on the other side, we read about them in the previous chapter reading, uh, chapters reading anyhow, but 
that's the two and a half on the east side of the Jordan River that settled there. Verse 15, the two tribes and the half tribe have received their inheritance on this side of the Jordan across from Jericho eastward toward the sunrise. So again, it's just giving you an, us an idea of where they took up their um, um, settlement. Verse 16, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Verse 17, these are the names of the men who shall divide the land among you as an inheritance, Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun. So Eleazar is Aaron's son, Moses' brother Aaron's son, Moses' nephew, Eleazar. And Joshua the son of Nun is one of the only two people who were sent to spy out the promised land, we'll just call it, um, and one of the only two to bring back a positive report of the land, um, and the only two who survived the uh, death sentence the, that the people, the rest of the people were sentenced to when they didn't want to go into the land. The only two out of the whole congregation, other than the, you know, of, other than the people who were aged out of it, because it was only the people 20 years old and above or something like that. So it wasn't everyone, but of all the people of that generation, only two were uh, allowed to enter uh, to this point. Um, verse 18, and you shall take one leader of every tribe to divide the land uh, for the inheritance. So one from each tribe doesn't have to be the head of the father's house, but a leader. Uh, verse 19, these are the names of the men from the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. So Caleb is the other one, along with Joshua, the son of Nun. Those are the two who brought back a positive report when they went on the spying mission, and the only two considered exempt from the death sentence that the rest of the congregation of that age, of that generation, were sentenced to. Verse 20, from the tribe of the children of Simeon, Shemuel, Shemuel, uh, Shemuel, because I guess that would be Samuel if it were otherwise, so Shemuel, the son of Amihud, from the tribe of Benjamin, Eldad, the son of Shishion, a leader from the tribe of the children of Dan, Buki, the son of Jokli, from the sons of Joseph, a leader from the tribe of the children of Manasseh, Haniel, the son of Ephod. So, Joseph was the one brother of the tribes who was had two sons, and they each also got a tribe. So when they say 12 tribes, it's not really 12 brothers, and I'm not even so sure it's really 12 if you count them up. But um, that's the Joseph is talking about, the Joseph with the coat of many colors. He had one son named Manasseh, and so that's his part, and the other son was Ephraim. And a leader from the tribe of the children of Ephraim, Kemuel, the son of Shaftan. So, uh, Shifton. So, those are the two sons of Joseph. Uh, verse 25, a leader from the tribe of the children of Zebulun, Elizaphan, the son of Pamak, a leader from the tribe of the children of Issachar, Paltiel, the son of Azan, a leader from the tribe of the children of Asher, Ahihud, the son of Shalomi, and a leader from the tribe of the children of Naphtali, Padahel, the son of Amihud. These are the ones the Lord commanded to divide the inheritance among the children of Israel in the land of Canaan. So it seems those people by name, specifically those leaders from each tribe, were chosen by name by the Lord to be uh, the ones to 
basically surveilled the land and divided out for each of the different tribes um, that they represent. And remember we read earlier in the previous chapters, larger tribes get a larger area, smaller tribes get a smaller area. Um, but that's actually the last verse in this chapter, so we're going to end it here, and I appreciate you reading along with me. Like I said, I knew it would be a short one because we're just lining out the boundaries. And there's only a couple of more chapters left till we wrap up the book of Numbers. Thanks for reading along with me. And as always, God bless you for reading along with me and joining me. And I hope you'll join me again. I'll see you next time. Stay safe. It looks like the numbers with COVID are rising again. So be careful. God bless you. Peace be with you.